Hello Kryptonauts, today is October 16th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 decentralized financed coins by market capitalization. Uh, Okay, let's start off with number 1, Chainlink with a market cap of... 4.1 4.1 billion dollars. Second place, Wrapped Bitcoin with 1.2 billion dollars. Third place, Dai with 917.9 billion dollars. Uh, fourth place, Uniswap with 644.8 million dollars. Fifth place, Maker with 519.3 million dollars. Sixth place, Synthetics Network Token with 484.5 million dollars. Seventh place, UMA with 468.5 million dollars. Eighth place, Yearn.Finance with 444 million dollars. Ninth place, Ave with 379 million dollars. And tenth place, Compound with 339.7 million dollars. All right, that is your top 10 decentralized finance coins by market capitalization. Your overall total market cap is at $363.9 billion with a no gain, no loss. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. All right, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Sharyuwa Malwa. Digital Yuan rolls out for use in Shenzhen gas stations. 11 gas stations in Chinese tech hub Shenzhen are now accepting the Digital Yuan, China's upcoming central bank digital currency CBDC, days after citizens received over $1.5 million in the currency as part of an ongoing pilot, local news outlet Economic Information Daily reported. The tests are being conducted by state agency uh, Guangdong Petroleum, which launched the pilot on October 13th this week to pay citizens to pay, citizens can scan a, u- a unique QR code available at the gas station, similar to how commercial payments acts like Apple Pay work. Feedback has been positive so far, with citizens noting the transaction experience is seamless and only takes a few seconds to complete. The payments facility is available for all for all services, re- from refueling to purchase of any retail items at gas station kiosk. To make the service more accessible to all users, the Digital Yuan application utilizes the dual offline technology, meaning as long as the mobile p- mobile phone has electricity, users can complete any payments. This is different from current systems used by cashless payments like WeChat, which requires an internet connection to operate even charge transaction fees. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, that's a big, big, China. China's way up there. China's way, 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 way up there. They are making big moves, big, big moves. They're the first. They finally did it. They finally did it. 
They are the first ones to do it. Officially, they are the first ones with CBDC. Wow. It's out there. It's finally real. It's finally out there. <laughs> it's out in the wild. That's crazy. I want to know what it's going to look like in a, in a year or during the 2022 Winter Olympics. We'll see how that works. Next news. Written by Matt Hussein. OKX investigation spooks crypto as COVID second wave looms. I thought we were on the third wave. Okay. U.S. markets posted a third straight day of losses, the bright loop. The biggest losing streak in a month after COVID-19 cases continue to rise and the long-awaited stimulus package has yet to materialize. The Dow Jones 30, the SPX 500, and the NASDAQ were all in the red as authorities struggled to contain the spread of the virus. The protracted talks between Nancy Pelosi and Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin over the conditions of a ballot have yet to bear fruit. In Europe, the fresh lockdowns imposed in France, Germany, and the UK are set to end a two-week streak for the markets. While the FTSC has opened up 1%, sentiment is mixed as investors look to pick up stocks at depressed levels while others brace for increased uncertainty. In the UK, traders are hoping for signs of progress in the Bittrex negotiations. October 15th was, was British Prime Minister Boris Johnson's deadline for an agreement, but Europe has told the UK it needs to make more concessions or face cra crashing out of Europe in less than 90 days. All right, all right. Uh, that's that's actually bad news. But uh, let's see. What does it say about crypto? Hold on. Okay, here we go. Crypto slumps. Crypto also saw downturns in price overnight. Bitcoin was down 0.55 percent. Ethereum dropped by 2.27 percent. Okay, and the drop came after crypto exchange OKX suspended trading after it revealed it it was being investigated by Chinese authorities. Okay. Okay, and then it's still unclear how much was stolen, and Robinhood has not provided any exact figures on how much accounts were affected. Okay, so yeah, it doesn't look like we're having any good news in the near future. Uh-oh. Next news written by Tim Copeland and Scott Tablina. Crypto exchange OKX's founder has been taken away by police. What? The founder of OKX, Shu uh, Mingxing, has been taken away by police according to local reports. As Decrypt reported, the exchange suspended withdrawals today, apparently because police are talking to key holders, it said in a statement. One of our private key holders is currently cooperating with a public security bureau investigations were required, the company said in a statement, adding, we have been out of uh, out of touch with the concerned private key holder. As such, the associated uh, authoriz authorization could not be completed. The crypto exchange denied rumors that the investigation related to Mingxing involved a money laundering investigation. We are not at liberty to discuss any matters that are under investigations, but can reveal that it is not related in any way to AML or to OKXs. A spokesperson for the exchange reportedly told Coindesk. This is not the first time that Shu has spoken to police. In September 2018, he cooperated with authorities over accusations of fraud regarding a small cap cryptocurrency. Mmm, okay, so the cat's out of the bag, huh? There's still... We still got to find out some more about this, but uh, it's slowly coming out. Like I said, we'll see how see what happens here. Maybe tomorrow there'll be an update. Okay, next news, written by Liam Frost. Two major executives leave Coinbase after controversial stance. John Russ, global market head of San Francisco-based cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase, will leave the company following its new no policy in the workspace stance. 
uh, no politics in the workspace stance he announced on Twitter yesterday. Prior to Russ's announcement, Coinbase's chief compliance officer Jeff Horowitz likewise decided to leave the exchange, although it reportedly had nothing to do with the new policy according to the block's resources. And, uh, Andre Anisimov, a senior software engineer at Coinbase, also tweeted on October 10th that it was his last week at the company, yet similarly, similarly provided no additional details as to why. As Decrypt reported, Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong stirred up quite a controversy recently by announcing a new company policy that prohibits employees from discussing political matters at work. Naturally, this immediately split the, split the crypto community into two camps. While some com uh, commentators applauded Armstrong for separating politics from business, others bashed him for allegedly invading employees' privacy and stifling freedom of speech. Whatever the case might be, Armstrong still offered generous severance packages to all Coinbase employees who have issues with the new non-activist rules. In total, Coinbase has lost at least 60 employees, or around 5% of its workforce, since the political speech ban was announced. Wow, that's actually a lot. Well, 5%, I mean, overall 5% is a lot, but 60 employees, I guess that, that sounds like a lot to me. I don't know. Next news, written by Will Heisman. Skynet Labs build builds key components for a decentralized website. Blockchain startup Skynet Labs has developed a decentralized alternative to traditional file sharing platforms allowing developers to create alternatives to the likes of Twitter and Instagram. A new era is upon us. We are proud to announce the launch of SkyDB, the final building block by Skynet that enables next generation applications to compete with the, with the soiled central, centralized web, reads the, a Skylab tweet. The decentralized twist on file sharing offers an alternative to existing models such as Filecoin and Storage. At its core, SkyDB enables the development of decentralized accounts and apps. Its most basic function allows users to store mutable data in a decentralized manner. Interesting work from Sia, a Filecoin competitor that has been in markets in production for years. Sia does not get any credit it deserves. Excellent engineering, operating quietly without major incidents for years, tweeted entrepreneur and software engineer Jeff Garzik. Preparing for Skynet. But more than that, SkyDB lays the foundation for bigger projects in Skynet Labs' arsenal, the eponymously named Skynet. Skynet is an app hosting platform currently playing host to hundreds of Ethereum-based decentralized apps, including the immensely popular decentralized exchange Uniswap. Alright, next news, written by Liam Frost. Paxful brings its fiat crypto channel to Bitthumb. Peer-to-peer -peer cryptocurrency marketplace Paxful has announced a partnership with major South Korean exchange Bitthumb Global, aimed at bringing financial inclusion closer. Closer, according to an announcement today published. Uh, according to an announcement published today, ah. The partnership will enable Bitthumb uh, customers to buy cryptocurrencies using over 300 different payment methods supported by Paxful via a fiat crypto channel. The company hopes that by simplifying access to digital assets, they will help to increase adoption, scalability, and real-world use case for the entire cryptocurrency ecosystem, noted the announcement. Paxful is proud to be joining hands with another industry leader whose goal is to remove the barriers for global transactions and bring financial inclusion to everyone, said Ray Youssef, co-founder and CEO of Paxful. With growing global interest in digital currencies and blockchain technologies, this partnership signals a move towards creating a truly global economy. 
Awesome. That's good news. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Ripple puts up $10 million to bring digital finance to the unbanked. Blockchain-powered remittance network Ripple will contribute $10 million to help Mercy Corps, a non-governmental organization that specializes in creating economic opportunities for vulnerable populations to bring digital finance to millions of unbanked people, the company announced on October 15th. The existing financial system is fragmented, antiquated, and, and, and exclusionary, leaving 1.7 billion people unbanked and disproportionately excluded, excluding women. Emerging fintech, crypto, and blockchain technologies have the potential to radically transform it, but there are substantial risks for the world's most vulnerable people if their, need, if their needs are not taken into consideration as these new technologies are designed and deployed, said Scott Ondor, Senior Managing Director at Mercy Corps Ventures. Well, sounds like uh, Ripple's doing something really good, huh? Uh, okay, okay, next news. Written by Alexander Behrens. Chainlink brings on BitGo CTO to build scaling tech. Chainlink announced today that Ben Chan, formerly, uh, formerly of digital asset custody provider BitGo, BitGo, will serve as VP of Engineering at Chainlink Labs. The hire should help Chainlink build out the scaling infrastructure for its decentralized Oracle network, thereby lowering gas costs for node operators and preparing it to support the next level of DeFi growth. Chan will focus on building Chainlink's Layer 2 scaling solutions dubbed Threshold Signatures. The goal is to provide a service for thousands of data customers across multiple blockchains. I'm thrilled to be working on Chainlink and excited to help build the industry standard for decentralized oracles, Chan told Decrypt. Scalable, secure, and reliable data infrastructure for DeFi today will be the next foundational building block to unlock the future in smart contracts. Chainlink provides a decentralized network of data oracles nodes to send real-world data measurements like crypto prices or weather conditions to blockchain-based applications. Awesome. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Coinbase gets a lot of data requests from feds, mostly FBI, report. Cryptocurrency exchange, to, cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase today published a transparency report outlining how law enforcement requests information about its 38 million customers. The San Francisco-based exchange disclosed that between January 1st and June 30th of this year, law enforcement requested information 1,914 times, 96.6% of the requests concerned criminal investigations. For context, that's more than double the amount of law enforcement requests received last year by, com by competing U.S.-based exchange Kraken. These requests largely come in the form of subpoenas, but may also include search warrants, court orders, and other formal uh, processes, said Paul Graywall, Coinbase's chief legal officer, in a blog post. However, Graywall said it is restricted from disclosing some of the information request, uh, requests we received. Coinbase further disclosed that U.S. law enforcement made 58% of these requests. U.K. authorities made 23%, Germany sent 9% of requests, and European authorities made up most of the rest. Quite interesting. Wow, here's a chart. Look at that. U.S. looks like it's like, pff, like triple, like triple the request compared to the second as U.K. is. That's crazy. That's crazy. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Tether, stablecoin used by drug cartel money smugglers, DOJ claims. 
The United States Department of Justice yesterday unsealed documents about a Latin America drug, smug drug smuggling money laundering bust in part facilitated by the US dollar paid stablecoin tether. Six were arrested, five of them born in China and living in Latin America or the US. One lived in Hong Kong, a Virginia court filed charges against Zihi Li, aka Z, aka Piglet, Xiang Xing Sheng, aka Big Brother Hang, aka John, Jia Yu Cheng, aka John's brother in law, Jing Yao Li, Eric Yung Wu, and Tao Liu, aka Anthony. Jason Lucas Liu. Man, there's a lot of AKAs, huh? The documents filed on September 24th allege that the six spent the last 12 years laundering millions for drug cartels. They allegedly picked up money that others made from selling cocaine in parking lots and hotels and then moved the money between bank accounts, casinos, and businesses. The men were busted when an undercover special agent from the Drug Enforcement Administration offered to buy Tao U.S. passports at a price of $150,000 a piece. The DEA agent said he knew someone within the U.S. government who'd do it if Tao paid $10,000 up front. In reality, this was yet another DEA agent. The DEA agent agreed to split the cost with Tao to entice this imagery, uh, Im imaginary corrupt government administrator to play ball. To make the payoff, Tao sent $1,000 worth of tether, the U.S. peg stablecoin, to the second DEA agent's account. He did, he did this four times according to the indictment. This is, wow, this is all recent. This is all within, since like June, July. Wow. It's only a couple months ago. Let's see. The courts want those charge, charges to forfeit at least $30 million. Members of the alleged crypto money laundering crew face charges of conspiracy to commit money laundering, bribery, attempted identity fraud, among other crimes. If the charges stick, each could serve at least 10 years in prison. Alright, next news written by The Defiant. I haven't seen The Defiant in a while. <laughs> Clock starts ticking for Filecoin investors to cash out. <laughs> Filecoin has a record-breaking $205 million token sale in 2017 boom days, promising to bring decentralized file sharing to the world, but all investors had to show for it in the three years since was file token IOUs as the project repeat, repeatedly delayed its launch. The day finally came yesterday as for many, it was probably worth the wait. File jumped as high as $114 in the hours after it was listed, according to CoinGecko. That's about 100 times higher than, than what early VCs and accredited investors were able to buy three years ago. On Thursday, the, the clock for the days to cash out started ticking as early investors have six months to three years vesting periods. Filecoin tokens have more than halved, uh, halved from this peak. It's now trading around $46 with a circulating supply of $50 million. Its market cap is at almost $800 million already within the within 30 most valuable coins in crypto. Its max supply of $2 billion, $2 billion puts it fully diluted valuation at a whopping $100 billion. Wow! What? That's that's just unbelievable to think think about these numbers in 24 hours, 100 billion dollars, 100 billion dollars in 24 hours, kaboom! My my head just explodes with that. That's it's crazy, that's crazy to think, <laughs> that's crazy, 100 billion dollars in 34 uh, 24 hours. Jeez Louise, 
That is crazy. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Brock Pierce, campaign manager, drops Trump campaign bombshell. Political junkies know how to expect an October surprise right before the presidential election, but the surprise usually comes in uh, from one of the major campaigns, not from campaign managers of an independent candidate. Brittany Kaiser, campaign manager to independent presidential candidate and crypto millionaire Brock Pierce, has leaked documents purportedly to show illegal coordination between Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign and a political action committee that supported him. And where did Kaiser get these documents? She, in addition to Christopher uh, Wiley, was one of the was one of the Cambridge Ana- Analytica whistleblowers. Uh, Kaiser worked as a business development director for the for the former political consulting firm, which surreptitiously sur- took Facebook user data from millions of Americans and weaponized it into political ads. She testified before the UK Parliament and was interviewed by special counsel Robert Mueller, who was looking into reports of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia, but she still had more info, apparently. Kaiser tweeted today she had leaked over 800 pages of new document to the campaign legal center, a U.S. nonprofit focused on voting rights and expanding political participation, which used them to file a complaint to the Federal Election Commission today. According to... You know what? This is... I don't want to get into politics. Um... This is, it's, it's already annoying. Okay, next news. Written by Andrew Hayward. In two hyper-casual games, there's an Ethereum token for that. Crypto is coming for the casual mobile game uh, gaming market, Game, G-A-M-E-E, which claims to have over 20 million registered users, is a platform for hyper-casual games. That is, very simple games designed for quick pickup and play sessions rather than those that require extensive time or feature significant complexity. And soon, game will have its own Ethereum-based token for users to earn while they play. Parents, uh, parent company Animoca Brands, which acquired Game this summer and is very active in the crypto space, announced today that it will launch the Game token by the end of the year. The Game token will be used to reward engagement and online competition and will also be re- will also reward creators who publish games on the HTML5 based web app and gaming platform. Man, that is awesome. Animoca brands. That I mean they're doing they're doing things right. Absolutely. Next news. Written by Jeff Benson. Spain's central bank prioritizes digital currency research. Banco de España, Spain's central bank Uh, released its strategic plan for 2020 to 2024, which outlines its priorities over the next four years. In addition to analyzing the European Central Bank's policies and trends within the Spanish economy, Bank of Spain will look into the Central Bank Digital Currency, CBDC. The plan, which also says it will study the effects of negative interest rates on banks, COVID-related stresses on the markets, and several other areas, does not go into much detail on its CBDC efforts. However, it contends that CBDC research is a priority under the under the theme of new technologies and information sources. The plan states the implement the implicate in implement I can't what the implications the implications for the financial system of the economy as a whole 
of the introduction of the central bank's digital currency will be analyzed, considering various design proposals and including aspects relating to digital identification. Spain doesn't issue its own currency. As a member of the, of the euro system, it's been using the euro since 2002 when it cycled out of the Spanish Pesta, and it's unlikely that the bank is curious about issuing a digital, digital Pesta. Interesting. Next news. Written by Jeff Benson. No timeline for resuming Bitcoin withdrawals. OKX. Hmm. Okay. What's the update? OKX users will have to be okay with a little ambiguity ambiguity over the weekend. At least, (laughs) at least until more is known about why the exchange's founders was taken away by Chinese police. OKX is headquartered in Malta, though founded in Hong Kong, issued an update assuring users that their funds are safe after it halted withdrawals early Friday morning, following word that that Xu Mengzing was cooperating with police investigations. It offered no timeline for resumption of service, and a spokesperson told Decrypt there's still no schedule for resuming withdrawals. We would like to assure users that security of funds on OKXs has not been affected. The exchange reported, additionally, all other operations on OKXs are functioning normally. The exchange also rebuted claims that large amounts of Bitcoin had not had been. A, the exchange also rebuted claims that large amounts of Bitcoin had been transferred from the, an OKX wallet to Binance Exchange, which Chainalysis chief economist Philip Gradwell confirmed. The drama started early on the morning of the 16th with local media group Kakeson uh, Cakes, uh, reporting that OKX founder Xu uh, Mengxing has been taken away by police last week. OKX yesterday suspended all withdrawals of cryptocurrencies because it said one of our private key holders is currently cooperating with a public security bureau investigation where required. We have been out of touch with the concerns of the private key holder. What is going on? That's that's all there is saying. I want to know what's going on. We are unable to reveal any information that that may put our users' funds at risk. The spokesperson told Decrypt, suffice to say that OKX maintains the highest security standards to protect our users' funds and cannot authorize withdrawals without the most stringent checks. Okay, well, I wish there was more information. What's going on? Jeez, hopefully we get to, to know tomorrow. This is going to continue. I know this is going to continue. They're going to release more information on this. We'll see what happens. So with that said, Cryptonauts, this is actually our last news article of the day. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I'll see you guys all tomorrow. All right, Cryptonauts. Adios. Hasta mañana. Bye.